Paratess, page Pebez. He's a Aitzis Lis Alis Lisakin Satsmukhovahan. Some Aitzis, the Rebbe says, these are some some pieces of advice, some Aitzis to use for the purpose of uh, for for Alis. The Rebbe said in the, in the Hagdama, and, and we have to remember this all the time, that that the main mechanic of a person is the person himself, and he and and therefore, when he's offering Aitzis, as he's constantly reminding, as he's constantly reminding the the uh, Talmud Vasik, the student, who's reading the who's reading the uh, the Sefer. These are only suggestions, ideas that can that, that uh, to be used by to be used by the individual. Not that the Rebbe is saying that these are the only aces. This is this is the way to do it. He's just saying that that I know that it's difficult for those who are you know uninitiated in this whole malacha, this work of drawing out one's nefesh, drawing out one's soul, which is the tachlis of the cipher, which is the tachlis of the avayda, and I'm going to help you with some aces. But the ikir is that you have to think of your own, and that you have to and that you have to uh, work hard using the aces that using the aces that the, that the uh, that the Rebbe is providing us with. So he says Talmud Vasik. Betach shalom nafshecha halei atayru hiakol af medar kadosh baruch hu hi. This is one of the most commonly, I wouldn't say asked questions, because nobody, it's not that people are discussing this, but people are thinking about this. He says, you're wondering, the Torah is everything. And in the Torah dwells HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And I'm learning Torah. So how come I'm not changing? How come I'm not growing? How come it's not happening? Even though there are times, even though there are times, and I feel that I've that I've brought myself up a little bit. Is this little little bit of a change? In, is this is this all that I'm supposed to be doing? The person is learning for years and years and years, and he barely sees any change at all. And he doesn't hop. How could this be? The Torah is everything. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I get up in the morning, I daven, I go, I daven, I, I sit and I learn. And I don't see that anything, I don't see that there's any major transformation taking place. By just learning and making this little progress, or occasionally feeling something, am I going to reach? Am I going to reach the massive that is expected of me in this country, in this safe of Ashikiv? So that I'm hoping so much to reach. So he says, you're also probably thinking, you're wondering that there are many people that you see that they do learn Torah, they learn Torah. And they've learned Torah for many years, and then then they go away from Yiddishkeit altogether. They leave Yiddishkeit completely. The Yerdim Achakach Lubeshachas, and they go God forbid, and they they have terrible they, the terrible Yeridus, and they uh, and they completely leave the way of Torah. Ve'efo he have tachas k'day shenis zechonim levrocha. So whatever happened to the promise of Chazal? Shahamor shabam achzil amutiv. Chazal said that the light of Torah is so powerful that it it restores a person, it brings a person back to the right way. But there are many, many people that we've seen that they that they learn Torah, and they spent many years learning Torah, and the light of Torah did not bring them back at all. Omnam Kane, believe in that term is Kashim Halaimdim Bulame Terlam It's true the Rebbe says. When you learn Torah, you become attached to the one who taught it to Klai Yisrael. You become attached to Hashem. Hu ha'elokei Yisrael. Avotzvichem adas eich lil But you have to know how to learn Torah. 
It's not, a, it's not just a matter of the curriculum. It's not just a matter of the material. It's true that when you're learning Torah, the subject matter contains within it HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Hashem is, Hashem is there. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is there. And when you learn Torah, when you learn Torah, that's the subject. The subject is the Rabbi Shalom. Whatever you're learning. Whatever you're learning, you're learning, you're learning a sugi in Bavakama, you're learning something in Yevamas, you're learning a Musa Saif, you're learning a Chesidus, you're learning Agadata, you're learning Chomishrashi. The subject matter is the Barnishlam. Even though it's talking about, this, this particular piece of learning is talking about, uh, is talking about uh, two people holding on to a, uh, onto a piece of material. This particular, this particular Kosek is talking about the, uh, the descendants of Yishmael, whatever it might be. But every single word of Torah, when I'm learning Torah, I'm holding on to Hashem's Baruch, the Malamah Torah, the one who taught it to us, the one who gave it to us, the one who's giving it to us right now. But still, the Zark Kaddish says, Isa, man de chashiv dahu levusha yuhar Isa mamish. The Zohar says, that person who thinks, the person who thinks that the levush, that the garment, that the garment, meaning the person who's learning and he thinks when he's learning, let's say the stories he's learning this week, and when he learns this, all he sees are the stories, and all he's all he's learning, all he is, all he's thinking about, and all he's connecting to are the levushim, the external garments. And that's what he thinks. And he thinks that that's all there is. That's what it is. It's a fantastic story. And it's very touching. And all about Avramavino and Sarimainu and then the marriage of Yitzhak and Rivka. It's very nice. And this is what we can learn from it. We can learn these nice ideas from it. And even when he says those words that this is what you learn from it, he doesn't, he doesn't really believe that there's infinite depth and meaning connected to that, or that the obvious the Imaos had within their minds and their hearts that infinite depth. He just thinks that uh, the same way, the same way that uh, that when I was when I was studying literature in school, and the teacher dissected the teacher dissected that uh, that poem or that sonnet, and we learned out from it all these very very lovely ideas. So too, when I when I uh, read the sefer, I look in this, uh, I look in the Chazal. So Chazal are telling us these these uh, these very nice ideas. These are nice ideas, but it's these are all so maizalachalila. So the Zohar says v'lamila v'lamila which means you don't believe that there's another word, meaning you don't you don't think you don't focus on the fact. That what we're seeing is just what we're just seeing is the is just the outer garment of something that is infinitely deeper. So this person this person has no chelik has no portion in the world to come. That's what it says in the Zayir. So the Rebbe explains Zayisa Maris Shemisha Loimidas Atayr. Rak the seichel and the she yavesh bilvat. Let's send this around to a lot of the. We can send this around. Let's uh, email it <coughs> to, to all the uh, to all the schools. Somebody who's learning Torah with seichel and the she yavesh bilvat, with dry human intellect, and that's all. Just dry human intellect. The Seichel and the Yavesh Bolvad, there are many subjects. This is another subject. It's an interesting subject. It takes up more time. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's fascinating. It might even be fun. But Sofkal Sof, it's Seichel and the Yavesh Bolvad. It is just dry human intellect. He believes that it was given in Harsinai. But the way that he learns it is the way that he would learn. Any other subject, the same way he thinks about anything else. That's that's uh, that, that, that you know he finds interesting, that he finds fascinating. This person has no chelik You understand that when a person learns the term in such a way, 
and and he sees the Torah, he sees the words on the page as being the final stop. Even though he says, you know, Chazal, these are all nice ideas, and it teaches us wonderful things. So you understand that from there, from there to come to a a, a total a total um, distorted view of the Ratzon Hashem of Halacha and and a um, a certain disregard, let's say, from Enhaga Yisrael, for the customs, for the traditions of Klai Yisrael. So those people that they buy and sell Menhagim, or they just talk about the, that these, you know, uh, the fact that the fact that Klai Yisrael behaved a certain way for thousands of years has nothing to do with me. Because why? Because based upon my reading, that's why you have, you have some little guy that can't read Hebrew. Based upon based upon my understanding of the text, I believe that at this point in time we can do the following: we can this, we can do this, we can do that. And they make all kinds of new things up. Menhagim, halachas, what? Based upon the reading of the text, because in, because in that way of in that way of learning Torah, that it, with the dry human intellect, so the Chassam Seifer had an intellect. I'm also smart. Darizal, I grant him that he was a bright man. I'm also I also did very well on my SATs, and 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 my mother says I'm brilliant. So why should I also? I have my own reading of the text. I can read it my way. So he says. That part of the Torah that the seichel aposhed, in other words, that that we uh, that we understand, that we that we each person just is able to look at and to understand. He says that's a levush of the Torah. That's the outer garment of the Torah. Hashem is Certainly, Hashem is is wearing this levush. The whole point, the whole point of learning, is that when a person when a person learns, he has to make an effort to he has to make an effort to come to the one who is concealed beneath all of these garments. Which doesn't mean that you shouldn't be using the best of your of your intellectual kaiches to figure out the Gemara the Sugya. And and you know there was this was this was one of the points of contention between the Chassidim and the Misnagim that the Tzaddikim we find in the writings of Kush and Samagid and other Tzaddikim that they would stop from time to time during the learning and would try to and would try to focus and concentrate to be Mizdabik Tashem. So the Surakhaim Velojna and the and the other Tzaddikim from the from the uh of the Vilna Gain so of course, the act of learning Torah is itself tveikus, is itself is itself cleaving to Hashem. So why interrupt the learning? For why interrupt the learning to to try to remind oneself of who gave the Torah and what's the point of learning Torah? And this is this was a debate. This was a debate that certainly was extremely relevant 250 years ago. At, th- at this point, at this point, it, it, it really, it really, uh, it really isn't so relevant because our learning is not. Generally, is not the type of terrorist shma that Rabbi Chaim Velozhna was talking about, and 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 it's very easy to learn and to forget about a Kaddish Baruch Hu. It's very easy to learn and to and to get lost in the in the levushim and the trees and to forget about the forest. So he says. One has to try to come to the kelmestata to the God who is hidden beneath the levushim, the garments. If you want to purify your soul, the question is, what's your objective in learning? Why are you learning? What's the point of learning? That you should become smarter, that you should be able to, that you should be able to say things, to quote things, that you're sharper, that, that, you, could, that you could ask a question that, that, the, that the Rebbe can't answer. And what's the point? We spend most of our lives, as we're trying to do. So what's the point? He says, You want to purify your soul, the person wants to become pure, so the same way Rabbi Kiva taught it, the same way that the mikveh purifies those who are impure, so Kadesh Baruch Hu purifies Yisrael. Hashem is the mikveh. Hashem is Klai Yisrael's mikveh. Fine. So everybody says, so the Rabbi Shalom is our mikveh. 
that you could spend your entire life standing on the side, you know, with, your, with a towel wrapped around you, looking inside and dipping your toes like many people that go to the pool. They spend the whole time, or half the time, the kids go right away, and you know, the children, they jump right into the pool. And the adults are like, you know, the adults are walking around and sizing it up and discussing the weather and, and, and putting their finger in and their toes. In the meantime, the kids are having a great time. <coughs> kids are very connected to Tahara. So when it says, Mikvi Yisrael HaShem, so the Rebbe says, it's true, that it's true. You know, as you're wondering, you're learning Torah all these years. And, you, and you're the same, you know, you're the same person, basically. You don't see that you've changed. You don't see that, you don't see, once in a while you feel a little bit of an aliyah, but like this, you don't see that, any, that you're changing and you can't figure it out. Isn't the Torah, isn't the Torah Hashem? Isn't Hashem hidden in the Torah? It says, yes. And therefore, isn't it true that by learning Torah I should feel more of a connection to Hashem? Yes. So, so how come I don't? So the Rebbe says, because because the Torah, the Torah is is Hakadosh Baruch and Hakadosh Baruch is the mikveh that purifies you, but you have to go in. And if you're just hanging around outside the Tzimadru, guys, let's say this guy goes into the guy goes into the mikveh. This is what most of the is doing. That goes into the mikveh, and he's got one of those inflatable rafts, and he, and he puts himself down. He lies himself down in the mikveh. He's got one that has a little thing to hold a coffee in it, maybe. It's a special, perhaps, cost more. You put a coffee in, and he lies there, and he says, And he's in the mikveh. He comes out from the mikveh. He didn't even get wet. Didn't even get wet. And, 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 and uh, his parents said, Where were he? He said, I was in the mikveh. He wasn't in the mikveh. He was floating on the mikveh. He was floating upon... He was merachefes al pnei he was floating upon the waters. That's all he was doing. So, a hundred percent, it's true that the that the Torah is the Torah is metahir and it brings it to Elias and Hakadosh Baruch Hu's there. But it, but but the Rebbe is saying that if you if you never went into the Torah, if you never went into the mikveh, so then how are you supposed to how are you supposed to have any tahari? You know, I'm thinking back. There's this one person in particular who's a very fine person and he's a salam then so I remember I had an argument with him on a Friday night you know it's the worst time to have an argument I don't mean a bad argument I mean a learning you know something we're talking about it's a Friday night after shul so um, so we, we were standing there in the, where I davened in the yeshiva and uh, hacking for like an hour about how you know <coughs> how you don't have to you don't have to learn there's no point in looking to a, into a Svasambas or into looking into any, uh, any of the Svarma Kedosh because we were talking about Friday night to learn a little bit so you know we were walking outside so he says that uh, you know there's there's absolutely absolutely nothing it's just uh, when you learn when you learn Gemara it's going to happen to you so I said what it happened to you something happened to you what happened to you what happens to you it, it's true that the Torah is a Sam Chaim the Torah Mamish gives life <clears throat> and every single t- and every single word of the Gemara every single word of the Gemara is a mikveh but these days that we're living in and it's true that for many of our Zaydis and Alta Zaydis they were able to they were able because of their because of their connection to Hashem and their Tfilas they were able to be Zaychet to go into the mikveh when they were learning when they were just learning when they were learning Gemara but nowadays to tell to tell any kid in Yeshiva that he needs he doesn't need anything else it's <clears throat> What you're saying, basically, you're condemning him to be a guy that's floating around his entire life. If you bakla list, most of the guys don't even list. A lot of the guys don't list. I'm saying most of the guys. A lot of the guys they don't list because you're floating around. They think, what's the point? And then they listen to some. They listen to something on the radio. And say, wow, then that, that's that, that's much more appealing to them. Or they they read something in a they read some poetry or something. You know, they read some literature, and they find it much more much more. They find much more depth. They find it much more appealing to them than than the stuff that they're learning that day that they don't feel much of a connection to. So of course the Gemara has that ability, and every word of Torah has that ability. But you have to be. But, but nowadays, if you're not going to tovel, if you're not going to go in, if you're not going to go in, whatever it is, not to be svasemes, could be it could be a nefesh chaim. But you have to you have to be you have to tovel in the Torah. You have to immerse yourself in it. But immerse yourself in it. So the Rabbi says, You have to go into the mikveh. But if you don't go in, if you don't go into the mikveh, if you just by the outer levushim, if you're just hanging around the whole time by the by the uh, the chutzah of the mikveh, by the by the room of the mikveh, so then you're not going to find any tahara. You have to, he says, you have to go beyond the levushim of the Torah. You have to enter into the Torah, and certainly there, the Rebbeinu is there. and you will find tahara. You will, you will, your life will change over time.
It's true that at the time that you're actually learning Torah, it's hard to awaken your soul with these type of sublime thoughts. And and he says, Obviously, when you're learning, especially if you're learning something, you're learning a, a piece of Gemara, you have to you have to put yourself completely in the Gemara. You have to concentrate on the Gemara. This is what the Tzaddikim, all the Sonakadashim say. It's not... It's not at the time that you're actually learning. At the time you're actually learning, you have to concentrate. What, what is Rashi saying? What does this mean? What does the Gemara mean? When you're learning, you have to focus on the learning. But what he's saying is, Before you learn, before you learn, Reveal your nefesh with the different natures that we're talking about and attach your nefesh, attach yourself to Hashem and, and, and then you begin to learn. That's how you begin to learn. It was the most common thing, you know, you know, the, to say it, to say the tefillahs. A lot of yeshivas, they, they, they had the tefillahs on the wall someplace in the hallway before you learn Torah. So we have from Chazal tefillahs. And then we have from all the Kazmarim Sadiqim tefillahs. How many could say that they, before they sit and learn, did they ever even think about the Vayneshon? Or did they ever say a tefillah? We'll call apocalypse if a person will go to the mikveh. A person will go first to a mikveh and then to sit and to learn. And, and before you learn, you, you, you try even Mahara B'tshuva, or, or it's wonderful if a person before learning, let's say, can learn, learns a Musa Seifer, or learns a Chastidish Seifer, something, but to Ma'ur oneself, and, and to come into learning, it's a terrific, it's a terrific Hachonah. That's the way, that, that's the way that one enters into Torah. And then, then when you sit down to learn, then you're going to be learning with your seichel apart, meaning that you're going to be learning with your intellect, but it's not going to be dry. It's not going to be cold. It's not going to be lifeless. It's not going to be empty. It's not going to be the social studies and then there's Gemara, God forbid. And once your soul has been revealed, before you start, and there's some level, there's some level of yourself that, 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 is, that is already present, then you're going to be able to, to run and to, and to go beyond the Levushim. To enter into that place. When you're learning, you'll be learning the Gemara now. But the Gemara will have a different effect upon you. The Gemara will bring you closer and closer to the king. Otherwise, it's just a subject. But this is why the Gemara will bring you closer to the king. To, you, to the king. Who's hidden in the Torah? And you can become, you can become connected. You can, you become, you can become bound to Hashem. So what do you say about what do you say about the boys that if they're learning and they're teaching them secular subjects and then learning, and then another secular subject and they're learning? That the the hachana for learning was to study social studies. That's the hachana. And that was hidden in Mukhim Zulmi Kaimis and Seishal Shalshnatul Nachli. You learn Torah. You learn Torah. How do you learn Torah? By talking about uh, Saddam Hussein in the social studies class, and then after talking about Saddam Hussein, now we're going to sit and we're going to learn, we're going to learn, uh, we're going to learn Hamafkid, we're going to learn a pasuk from Mishrash. So, <coughs> those are the hachanas. You understand? So, so person wonders, how come the Torah doesn't have any effect upon me? How come, I, how come I haven't changed this to learning Torah? Because you're floating the whole time on the surface of the Torah. You never entered into the Torah. You never entered into the Torah, and that's where Hashem's book is. Hashem is not hanging around on the outside. Even though it's true, that's also the everything's the Bani Shalom. But it's the Levushim, it's the Levushim. So, you're holding on to something, you're touching a garment, but you're not, he says, the Rebbe says, you're not chayda, you're not penetrating into the depths, and therefore you never ever come to the king. In all of your years of learning Torah, you never, you never experience the king's presence. Avodavra hazeh loy toivu ma'ashagam so the Rebbe says, look, he says it's not good that, he says that the, that the nefesh, this, the nefesh within you, that, you're, that you would like to see inspired, you would like to see lifted up. And you want that nefesh to be closer, but it's nelma mincha, which means it's totally hidden from you. Musteres hi begufcha, 
it's hidden in your body, the yeshayna hibigash miyuscha. And it's it's sleeping in it's asleep in it, 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 covered by layers and layers of of your gashmius of your physical life. Vim If you don't wake it up from this from this eternal sleep, You don't draw it out from this uh, from this covering that is buried in. So the bamet is solid. So you're wondering, how come, I don't know, I'm learning, nothing happens to me. I'm learning day after day, I'm learning for years and years, I'm sitting in yeshiva, nothing ever happened to me. Nothing happened to me is your nefesh can't be touched because it's so covered, it's so hidden, it's so buried that the house is supposed to be affected by the, by the Torah that you're learning. Avaldana. Page Pay So now you say, okay, I want to wake, I want to wake up my soul. How do I do it? Where do I buy a clock? How do you how do you wake up your how do you wake up your nefesh? So he says it's not the same thing as waking up your body. Well, for some people. The Mikitsima Pamachas. I told you that's before the, the snooze button. She so says, physically, you know, you wake up, you're up. Once you wake up, you're up for the day. Avalos nefesh, but that's not how it works with the nefesh. See, we're used to it. So you figure that once you wake yourself up, you, 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 the alarm goes off, you're up. So you, a person. A person, when it comes to Ruchnius, he thinks that when he wakes up, in order to wake up his nefesh also, he gives it like a good, he gives it a good bolt of something, uh, of something, you know, when it comes to whatever, tefillah, some good thing in a safer. And that's it. He thinks that he's, he thinks that he's, he's, he's up. So he says, no. To wake up the nefesh, it means continuous, continuous hard work. It's to force yourself, to force your nefesh to, to work. That's how you wake it up. Because it's possible for a person to do many mitzvahs. He's doing many mitzvahs. And Becholevar, with his body, after Fivlis and he's even saying the words, he's even davening. And while he's doing the mitzvahs. And while he's davening and he's saying the words, his nefesh is sleeping. Lachain, therefore, and that's what the Rebbe's Swarm are all about: how to wake, how to wake up, how to reveal the nefesh to oneself. One has to force the nefesh to get to work, to wake up, to get to work. That's the only way you can reveal it is by getting it to work. And that's the Rebbe's teaching: different ages about how to get the nefesh to work. <clears throat> so that when you learn the learning will be a different learning but the learning itself is not going to do it for you unless you learn with your nefesh and if your nefesh is not involved then you're just spending your whole life just hanging around on the outside okay. therefore the entire day even at a time when you're not learning tiska remind yourself remember that you're an Ebed Hashem this is the beginning Stop and think. How many of us Bechlal think about this? Just the course of a regular day, and we're, we're, we're Orthodox Jews. Stop and think that you're never Hashem. And that's why that's when Eliezer came. Eliezer says, Avram I'm an Avram. What does that mean? That means when a person says, it doesn't seem that there was anything that warranted such an expression. All of a sudden, for Eliezer to say, they all know who he was. There was no secret there. So it's Eliezer saying, Avram Anoichi. It means that a person has to a person has to stop occasionally during the day and to remember who it's, who is he, who are you, what are you doing here, Bechla? What's your tachlis? And you stop and you say, Ever Hashem Anoichi, Ever Hashem Anoichi, and you and you and and you remember, Shetiska Shevda Hashem Ata, Ve'Alech Leskashabai, and that you have to attach, you have to be attached to Hashem's Baruch. Chazek Es Hamunoscha B'Hashem. 
spend I mean, a time when you're not learning, spend a moment, a second, to strengthen your Emunah Bashem. Chashayif Kama Pa'amim Bayayim. Try to, a couple of times during the day, try to think of this. Ani Ma'amim Bashem is Baruch Be'emes Abelayim Shalom. That doesn't take long. And every one of us can do it. It would be a different day at work, it would be a different day in yeshiva, it would be a different day in the house. Ani Ma'amim Bashem is Baruch Be'emes Abelayim Shalom. I believe in the Bible. So you davening you daven every morning. So what do you need to have any special? Uh, what do you have to have any any, any special things to say? Yeah, so the Torah says that davening has become such a uh, a routine that a person can go day after day, year after year. The davening doesn't doesn't uh, doesn't mean anything. It's just a, it's just part of my schedule. But a person on his own stops during the day, and he thinks, "Ani mamen b'shem es baruch b'emes b'leiv shalom and ever Hashem anaychi." Ovi yomalki to stop and to think. He's just giving, you know. Obviously, every person uses his own. But ovi yomalki, my father, my king, barely shata dain ha'olam. It's clear to me that you are the master of the world. Hashem baras says kol ha'olamus bechol Hashem b'ham. They created all worlds and all that's in them. Hamalochim b'shamayim avbiyas aktanis hashemitachas laritz. All the malochim b'shamayim and even the tiniest little things. Uh, in the ground, and you surround me, and you fill my goof, you fill my ruach, I'm your servant, and I'm, and with my entire being, I'm, I'm given to you, I, I, I belong to you. The Rebbe says, think about this, think about this, because everything is in this tiny little thought, this, this sentence. And if a person, uh, try it. That's not much. Uh, that's not much homework. We used to get a lot more homework when we were in school. Imagine that. Try this. This is an assignment this week. That a person could write this on a piece of paper. Because in the beginning, it's hard to know by heart. You could translate it English, whatever you want. It doesn't have to have to be this, but something like this. And you write on a piece of paper. You write it. But people, people take out the the little machine because a hundred times a day they're palm pilots to see what their tachlis is in this world. And they turn on the machine and you have to hook to go stop making sounds and you, and you take it and say, Oh, this is this is what you're supposed to do, right? It tells you that this happens all the time. You're talking to someone and he starts to he starts to make noises. And he looks to see, oh, I'm supposed to be ten o'clock, I'm supposed to say thank you. <laughs> so he is so if a person's able to understand nowadays we should have no problem understanding that it's shy to do such a thing, that a person's able to imagine you have on you put on your palm pilot. I see people have the whole diving on the palm pilot. So you can put in your palm pilot, type in this, copy this from the Rebbe, put in your palm pilot, and every now and then, and have the thing go beep, 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 and you take it out, probably like at the busiest time of the day, when you're in the middle of like, you know, and you're handling with everybody, and take it out and look, on, look at this and go to this side, and, and, and take, it take 10 seconds to say it. Malki Velokai. My king, Avi, or Malki, my father. And to remember that that Hashem is soiviv kolamis, mamali kolamin, gufi veruchi, ever Hashem anoichi. And then over time, you use different things. You try this. He's just giving aces. I mean, again, there are tefillahs that the tzaddikim have put together to help us because we, it's hard for us to write tefillahs. So there are beautiful, beautiful tefillahs you, you have from the Kadmonim, they have from Rav Sharabi, then you have tefillahs from the, from Rabbi Nelson Brest of a Maridik tefillahs. For many people, it's hard. There's a there's a little there's a little book that that uh, some of the chaver I showed some of the chaver and, and Shimi brought back. And I just saw a bunch to you know I gave to a lot of guys. Eshperich be a beautiful beautiful little collection because fast lekutet tefillas are so long and hard we don't even know where how to begin. But they're just pieces of tefillas, beautiful beautiful tefillas that a person there are different tefillas for different things. Let's say you're feeling nervous as a tefillah. You, you're feeling a simcha. You, you, you put it. You put you pull that simcha into a tefillah. <clears throat> things about the muna, things about bitach and navayda and so on. It's a, it's, a, it's a different life if a person really wants it. It's a, it, it, it's a different life. It's not much a different life. That's what Rabbi saying is you should you should become accustomed to being the kind of a person that you that you that you speak to Hashem, you pour your heart out, you talk to Hashem as a person. He says, 
says many people, children and even adults think that, that the whole point of davening is just to, to daven, you know, I have service there, things that I need, Panasir, Afu, Yeshua, so a person needs some davening. And that's the whole point of davening. And if he doesn't need anything, then davening doesn't mean anything. Like a poor person is asking from a wealthy person, a kol ishman melech bosav adam, if somebody goes to the king, I should be other lashia be'etadora, the king who could save him, whatever that Indian is that he needs. Avarak ish bar v'layeda. Only if only someone who doesn't know a fool, yochel lachal kol kaches atvila can can diminish tefillah in such a way, can be mechalal, can, can make it so meaningless to think that the whole davening is just a, a petition, a list of requests. That's the whole davening is, is, is a list of requests, that's it. V'lula yistarcha yusav l'hayim espalchashom, and if he didn't need any, if he didn't have these needs, if he didn't have these needs, so then he wouldn't have to daven. He really doesn't feel that he has to. Which is, which is why it's very hard for most people to daven. Unless God forbid something is wrong, then they could daven. Because then they feel, uh-oh, something is missing. And if something is missing, i got to try to fix it. So, this is a terrible, terrible misunderstanding of, of, of tefillah. Going like this, all our lies. Kivemes ha Tefillah itself, davening itself, of course there's a part of davening where you, where you ask. But tefillah really itself is iskarvus alei v'shtapchus anefesh l'ashem b'tefillah. Which means becoming, that the heart drawing nearer to Hashem and pouring out one's soul b'tefillah and davening. That's the ikr of tefillah. Even when I'm asking for the things, the point of asking is to, is to help me understand that, that my life depends on Him, so that I should be closer to Him, that I should be attached to Him, because, because I depend on Him. And we, just like we, we understand <clears throat> that the child instinctively feels attached to, to the mother, to the father, because of that dependence, so part of diving, of course, when I'm asking, so I need those things, it's not, it's not the tachlis, the tachlis is that you know who to go to, you know who to speak to, you, you have the right address. You know who your life depends upon. So the tachlis, even of those bakoshas, of asking for those things, the whole tachlis is attachment to Hashem as baruch, is being close to Hashem. I Mela, mean, the closest to Hashem, can bring refus yeshuas and so on. But this is the tachlis of tefillah. The tachlis is to be close to Hashem baruch, to be near Him. Ure'ina b'medrash ad he brings the famous Medrash. The Rebbe explains that we see from Chazal in many places, this is the most famous Medrash, and I've mentioned it many times in the Shul, that, that not, only, not only is the purpose of davening not to, to, to make those requests, but, but very often in life, the Rebbe Shalom takes away from us certain things and makes us need so that we what? so that we would turn to him and, and connect to him again and Reb Sadiq says this clearly in Sikhs of Sadiq and it's in all the Swarm that the only reason that a person that a Baruch Shalech Tsar why does Hashem send a person Tsar whatever that Tsar is it could be a Tsar in, with Parnas it could be a Tsar with the children it could be a Tsar with the Shidduch it could be a Tsar Whatever the Tzar is, what does the Bershom send you a Tzar is only that you should be mispal. Rabbi Tzadik says this, that just that you should daven. So here the tachlis of this is that I should daven. I think that, boy, it's just, uh, you know, I have a certain problem, so I have a problem, so what am I going to do? And you know, I asked people to help me, they're not going to help me. I can't, you know, I, I sent my resume to, for jobs, I'm not getting any jobs, so I guess I better daven, I don't know, maybe, maybe he'll help me. So there's a whole list of places and people you go to, and uh, I'll go to him also, doesn't okay. Well, the, whole, the only reason that you lost your job is because you're not talking to him anymore. And only when a person is chosu, when a person, unfortunately, it doesn't have to be that way, but that's how it is with most of us, that when we feel that we're, we have no help, we're lost, and we need, some, and we need and no one's helping us, and, we're, and, and we're, we're empty, and we're in trouble, so then we'll turn back to Karash Baruch. And that's the Medrash, the famous Medrash. Yisra Bishmai Suhaba. Yeshua. Levi. Lamaha David Daimilamela Shahibat 
There's a damsel in distress story. There's a there's a a girl, a princess, that she that she is she's in trouble. There are them, there are there are there are robbers, there are there are thugs that are that are after her, and she's screaming out. And there's a prince that's going. There's a prince that's uh, that's that's over there. Shama Hamelach, a king, whatever. Vehitzila, and he comes and he rescues her. Laachiyama bikis lisai sulaisha, and then they uh, they fell in love, and they and they're going to get married. Hayiraisa shizidabri imay, and he wanted her to speak to him, but now she's too busy. Now she's too busy with the photographers and worrying about the color of the tablecloth, and uh, she doesn't talk to him anymore. She talks to him. Like you have married couples that, that they're talking to each other for fifty years, but they're not really they're not really talking, not the way that it was originally. So, so Chazal says, and Yeshua Levi says that he wants her to talk to her. Right? She's the darbim of Lahisa Right? So again, it doesn't mean that she's not doesn't mean that she's not talking to him. She's talking to him, but not in a heartfelt way, not in a heartfelt way, not in a real way, not pnimius, just stam. Just stop, say, how you doing, what's going on? They're, they're, they're talking about all different things. And he's wondering, what happened when we first met? She was screaming, she was crying. And, and she was calling out for me. And, and then when I, when I rescued her, oh, she loved me. She said such warm, wonderful things. And now, stop, she talks, but it's nothing. <coughs> so what did he do? And nobody should try this. Gayrabahalistan. <laughs> so the king went over to these guys. He knows who these guys are, these these uh, these thugs. He goes over to them on the side and he, he gives them a couple of bucks. He says, Listen, fellas, we're gonna remember uh, back then that might have happened. So uh, I want let, let's let's uh, let's let's try to restage that and try to let's try to get that, that going again. But of course not to hurt her. But uh, this way the, the the king will come again and rescue her Gabriel Listam Kadesh So he arranged all of this that she should have that she should have this sara. So she is in the, she's uh, she's working on invitations and different stuff, and she's walking to she's she's walking uh, out of a car to go take care of this, and all of a sudden the listum come and she's in trouble and gewalt. She calls out for her beloved, and uh, and the medrash. I mean the rebbe doesn't bring the end of the medrash, but the medrash is talking about. Klai Yisrael by Yamsuf. Is that by Yamsuf? So Hashem's book took us out of Mitzrayim, and we said Hatsileini Hamelach. Hashem helped us, and He took us out of Mitzrayim. And now he's gonna, now we're going to the, we're getting ready for the wedding. For Maimon Hasina, Hashem's marrying us, so we're getting ready for the wedding. <coughs> but the Baruch Shalom sees that we're not talking to him anymore. So what does he do? So we come to the Yamsuf, and Hashem closes the ocean, and He puts the and the Egyptians are chasing us, and the Chayis throws like it says the Medrash, all kinds of animals on the uh, there's nowhere to go, and then we begin to call out Hashem as Baruch, and and um, and on that Chazal, this is where Chazal bring the positive, they bring in Shirish, they, this is where Chazal, Rabbi Shubin Levi says on the positive in Shir Shir, Hashmi is Kailach. I know that you're still talking to me, but not the way you spoke to me in Mitzrayim, when you needed me, when your life depended on me. So Hashem says, I miss that. I, when, you, when we used to talk that way, I, you know, I don't hear that anymore. So Hashmini is Kailach. So Hashem Baruch sent the listim and the Chayis Ros and the forms of the Egyptians and so on that what? The Chayis Ros should begin to talk to man from a real place. Hashemini is Karlech. The Nimshul we understand. The nefesh of a Jew, the soul of a Jew, is, a, is the princess. And writes a Kaddish Baruch Elisai, so the Baruch wants to marry the princess. Klaimer, which means, that there should, this, there should be this relationship, this connection that's very deep. And this depends upon 
this depends upon uh, on tefillah and davening and warm words and calling out. Because when a person davens, and words that come from the from the depths of the heart of the of the heart, so the nefesh is misayir. Then that wakes up the nefesh. That wakes up the nefesh. So that person, that person who has trouble davening, if he, if he's walking on a, if he's walking on the on a street and there's nobody there and he's got some wisdom coming after him, you'll see how all of a sudden he's able to daven. He's able to daven. But what we're learning is that it's hard for us to know how this, what this, when or what. But but there is such a thing that the Baruch Shalom sends you sends you something in your life, davka that you that davka. To say to you, Hashemini is Kailach. I don't remember. I don't remember what it's like. I don't remember what it's like hearing from you anymore. I haven't heard from you in a long time. So Hashemini is Kailach. So now it's not going by Panasa. It's not God forbid by 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 uh, this this Indian that Indian whatever it might be. Hashem Yirachem. So Hashem is saying Hashemini is Kailach. Kailach is Shemati b'Mitzrayim. There's a very touching. There's a very touching paragraph in one of the Hakdamas of the Abarbanel. You know that the Abarbanel was the was the was the finance minister in Spain. He was he was he was one of the most important his most important and respected people in in all of Europe. The Abarbanel. And then you know he went through that whole tikkun for that unbelievable time, the expulsion. That whole tikkun for that whole period of time, and and the Abarbanel wrote this actually when he was on, when he was on the boat. The, the Jews were all, and he was taken with the rest. You know how it is. You could be the biggest Jew in the world, but they have this, they, they put the same yellow star on you and ship you away with the rest of the Jews. Whether it's a cattle car, it's a boat. It depends. With, uh, you know whether you know depends the the, the what, what form of transportation they're going to use for us. But either way, you have a yellow star. So the Barbanel was the Barbanel was taken. Can you imagine the Barbanel? The whole Europe, the whole Europe was being run was run, was run by the Barbanel. And he's been taken away with all the Jews. So there's this paragraph in Agdomus that Barbanel says, he, it's, it's mamish beautiful. It's like a tefillah of thanks to Hashem. He says, I want to thank you, Master of the World. Also, Malki Velokai, you start crying. He says that what? That now you gave me the opportunity to return to my first love, the study of Torah. Because you know that the only reason that I was Isaac, the only reason I gave up all these years, to, to, to go in this stupid court with all these mishchosim and you have to see the way he writes with all these enemies of God and the only reason I was there was to try to help your children that's all to try to give them a better life and now that apparently this is not the way it's going to be so now I can return and, and he begins to write his parish and that's safe enough so now I can return to my first love which is to study Torah and, pour, and put myself completely back in learning Torah it's all the good thing and the, the and he's praising and thank you the Bible for giving him this opportunity. Not that it's not for the uh, that it's good that that Jews have sorrows, but but he understood. He deciphered it that for in his life what it meant for him was what it meant for him was Hashmini is karach. That the Bible Shalom, you're gonna hear you want to hear from me now. I'm gonna start learning. I'm gonna and learning. I can put myself back into that place. And if a person God forbid goes through a difficult time and he has that way of looking at it, instead of falling to pieces, he says okay. He says, okay. I guess that's it. You know, you, you want. So I'll go. So I'll go to the. You know, you go to the back of the bismedrish and you take out a safe and you start to learn. You start to learn. I was talking to somebody recently that's having terrible, terrible digus with Panosa. Because there's a whole Indian that someone wants to take up. You know, with a partner. The, the partner's like a the partner's playing all kinds of games and you know, it's a terrible mice and the, and the partner did everything in such a way where like he's got all these papers signed and it, it's just this guy's in the corner. So, so there are all these daigas. So I was telling him, so you know what? You have a t- you have a chance. Why don't you why don't you go to go to back to yeshiva a little bit and learn? And you have enough money already, Baruch Hashem, in the bank. You know you don't have to worry. You could uh, you'll you'll find something maybe six months or a year from now. Why don't you go to go to yeshiva a little bit? And, you know, have time for davening, have time for for learning, spend some more time with the family. You know, he's in a position to not everybody's in a position to do that, of course, but he could do that, he could manage. Instead of instead of the whole day long eating your heart out about this guy, this Russia, this Marusha, I'm gonna poke his eyes out, I'm gonna sue him for every penny, you know, it's like I'm gonna come so what are you gonna do? It's like, it's not going like you know. The guy Mamish got smarter than him. He Mamish got him. 
So, so yeah, this is what you have. And you thank the Bunch of what you have. Now the Rabbi, you'll have some time. You could sit, you could sit and learn a little bit. You could go through that. You wanted to learn Tanakh. You never learned Tanakh when you were in Yeshiva. Learn Tanakh. You could go through the whole Tanakh with Malbim. You could, you could, you could say some Kapitach Tilim every day. Instead of letting, instead of, instead of looking at it as something which is to destroy you, maybe the Bani Shalom is telling you, is Karlach. It's been a long time since I heard you learning. It's been a long time since I heard you davening. And maybe that's the greatest good that you can come to, is not the new deal and not the other building that you wanted to buy. Now you can't afford to buy that other building. You've been looking at that property for the last, you know, 20 years, and you're just about to get it. Now you can't get it. So you can eat your heart out. Maybe in the Bani Shalom's eyes, what, what, what he's been looking at for the last 20 years, that you should get that next, next piece of property, which means the next Masech in Shas, and the next, and the next Seif in Tanakh. And a little bit more time with the family. No, fair face. Who knows? What's the say? What's the tachlis of your life? So you think that the tachlis is the dafka that? What's the tachlis? Well, he says the tachlis is that. <clears throat> so then the person always says, yeah, but now I can't give tzedakah anymore. Okay, so what are you going to do? So I, I, he, he, and it's tachlis too. The guy wants to give a lot of tzedakah. He gives a lot of tzedakah. He can't give. So, so what do you want to do? So tell the boys of you, if you want to give tzedakah, so give me back the... I mean, if, if he's not giving it, he says he can't give tzedakah. So you're going to go crazy? So you go crazy? What are you thinking, Bob? You think I'm, I'm upset that I'm not giving like Reichman gives? I'm upset that I'm not giving what Weinberger gives. I'm upset that I'm not giving what Reichman gives because I don't have, but he should, I don't have, I don't, I'm not, they're not doing too well either. I don't know, maybe. I, I don't know they should be well, the big belly tzedakah, but I'm just using an example. So I don't know, so it's not my, uh, it's not my parasha. He, so if the Bunch of I always they have a lot of people that they tell that to me. That when, then it's not, when it's not going so well with the Parnassah, I never know, you know, what, is that really sincere? Because it's such a, it's such a crazy slur. Just, I used to give, I, you know, I had this person tell me, I used to give, like, whatever, $100,000 a year to the yeshivas. This is what hurts me most, Rebbe. Right? You sure that's what hurts you most? Because if you're really a mammon, so then the Rosh Hashanah is going to make, it was going to give, it's going to give your best friend $100,000. And he'll give to the yeshivas. How do you like that? Is that, is that okay? <laughs> so, now, if all you're worried about is the yeshivas, let's say the Rosh Hashanah gives you your, your competition. Gets a hundred thousand dollars, and he's about Sadak. He's new to the same yeshivas. Are you okay with that? If you can't answer that a hundred percent honestly, to say there's no nafkim in it, whether I give the hundred thousand dollars or plenty of money gives hundred thousand dollars, and stop playing games. Stop playing. Are you playing a game? What are you worried about? You can't give that Sadak. You used to give that man Sadak when you had this. You had this job. And now everybody's telling me the stock market. Amul is given. Amul, amul, amul. So there used to be the stock market. This is what hurts me most. This is what hurts me most. I don't know. That's what hurts most. I'm not quite sure. It's I mean, I was never in this parsha, you know, like to understand, you know, these, these, this big financial stuff. But that's what really hurts you most. What hurts you most? The Barishlam, the Barishlam is another shliach. So it's not you. So the Barishlam will send someone else to help the yeshiva out. In the meantime, if you can't give a hundred thousand dollars, so this, you give a thousand dollars if that's all he gave you. But that's what it was. You can make yourself mishuga. That's all you can do. So tell him, if you tell him that I would, that 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 uh, that I'm I'm doing, you know, I've tried to do the best I can, and 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 I would like to be able to give to this Indian to that Indian, and 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 and, and for your to come back and to use your money in the right way. But why should you make yourself crazy? What's the topless if he's not giving it to you? You made your this you tried, and it didn't work out. So what are you going to do? The stock, the stock. Uh, Fell or something went wrong in, in business. So you make your start listen. If it doesn't work out, then you, so then so then uh, you open up a safe and you, you open up a safe and you learn. But everybody's making this as mashug and they're always saying it's not for me, Rebbe. It's not for me. It's not for me. It's because I I wanted to help this. I want to do that. You say this. So you help Jews in another way. So so uh, you, you you make a chavrus with somebody that didn't learn. I mean, whatever it is, there are other ways you could help Jews. Not only with money. There are other things you could do. So other rabbi. Other rabbi, you, you make other establishments, you do things that you could do. Right now, your establishment is not with Sadaka. Because, why? Because the Bernstein is not being, in that way, you don't, you don't see that happening. No, so then other rabbi, so then you find another way of being a Balchesed. But everybody wants to say, everybody says, no, everybody would like to, my favorite way of being a Balchesed is by being a millionaire. That's, that's probably one of the most popular ways of being a Balchesed. It's one of the most popular ways because usually those people are also able to take a little percentage to themselves. Well, Hashem, and there's nothing wrong with that. All of Hashem's children should have oisher and oisher, mitten ayin and mitten aleph. They should have everything they need. But let's. But, but that that whole thing about the only thing that hurts me is is the people that I could be helping. So then help in other ways. Where does it say you have to dafke help in this way? So help in a different way. So help in a different way. Huh? The keyboard is not okay, so those people that are looking at the people that are looking for COVID, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a bitter pill to swallow, you know, because 
because if you you know when you're doing one of the other types of chasadim, you know, you, so then you don't you know you don't get your name up in, in lights when you're doing another one of the chasadim. But but this is what a, this is a, 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 when a person realizes that the Baruch Shalom, that if I'm going through this time instead of falling to pieces that the Baruch Shalom is saying Hashmini is koyleich I want to hear from you again so instead of crying instead of going with sugar I'll be a but you take out a safe you have a little bit more time and you know so there was somebody there was somebody from the shul that that, that uh, thought I was crazy he told me that he, he told me that they laid him off from work so this is a couple of years ago so I said oh Baruch Hashem <laughs> so what does that mean Baruch Hashem so, so you'll get a job in Mr. Shem soon, but in the meantime, maybe you know you have a week or two, or you have a month or two. So, uh, you know, say hello to your wife again. <laughs> Sit down and learn for a few hours. You don't have to rush through davening. You can daven with nachas. Well, listen, this is what you're in. So this is what you're in. So maybe the Baruch Shem is telling you, Ashmini is life. We learned many times that Sadiqim explained. It's found in the writings of Rabbi Yerucham, and uh, but, but it's in all this from Akedoshim also that that. And we discussed the many times that our whole way of looking at at, at Mitzvahs is such a v'nahapechu. It's so reversed. It's so strange. We learned this before that the reason that the Baruch Hashem gave us parents is that we should be able to make the mitzvah of kibbutz avayim. We don't think like that. We think I got parents now. That's everybody. A lot of people have parents. So Baruch Hashem, I have parents. And Hashem came along in this time and told me that you have to you have to talk to them. You have to honor your parents. The tzaddikim say that's not that's not how the world was created. That's not what it means to be a Jew. The reason that you have parents is because there's a mitzvah called Kibra Avei. So Hashem gave you parents that you should have a hechatim so they be kind of the mitzvah. Think about it. It's a completely different way of looking at life. Completely different way of looking at life. So we think we have li- there's a life that I have and then there's Saris and the Saris come along to mess up my life. And let me daven. Maybe if I daven, if I do something, I'll try a lot of other things. You know, I'll speak to people. I'll use protection. I'll call my congressman. Whatever I can do to end the Saris. And one of those things that I do is I also daven. The Benjamin Snow, the only reason I created this Sara is that you should have Is that you should come to a place of Ben Karasika. That's the whole reason. It's Ben Because that's what it says, as Kailik Shamati Misraim, that's what it says. That's what Mishubalevi is saying. That the that the Kala doesn't say Hamalach. She, she says it but she doesn't mean it anymore. It doesn't mean anything to her. The words are, are empty. That's what the Rebbe's saying. That, that that's the nimshal. That's the tachlis <laughs> You want to see to it to wake up your soul that you shouldn't that your soul shouldn't be sleeping when you're standing before your father when you're standing before the burning from your daven mitchila oyratzim chabinyoni atvila shekayevim lacha vatetzarech lehem a hundred percent the Rebbe says you 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 think about things that are missing in your life and and but. But the point, as I said before, of, of, of the point of, of thinking of those things that are missing is only to remind you and to, and to, and, and to make it clear to you that, that you depend upon Hashem's Baruch and you have to come to Him, you have to turn to Him, and that there is only Hamelach. He says, the next page. That you want Hashem is brought to open your heart, then Avshchel to Torah avoided to learning to davening. Chaim b'barach aleinu so shon azay shloim b'vadis birches atvuhi rabbechlat fila parnosa he that you daven for parnosa. Vayim lo yechem levavchem leisishpach Avshchel espal Hashem she found this is as hayracha and you pour out your heart to the bunshim to take care of your parents that they should have a parnosa. But as Avshchel desire with this galut this yachad malka v'kainim this is all for the purpose of what that you should talk to them you should cry out to them that your that your nefesh your soul should be awakened and should and should come back to to, to the bunshim. It's not just when you're diving for what you need. Once you're a person that you get used to your soul being awake. You're a person that you're, you have a wakeful soul. You're such a person that you, that you converse with Hashem. You're a melech. You're a melech. You call out a melech. You're such a person. 
Us b'shosh tzedab in Yenei Hashem. A yoy said the slav, the slav, the samitis. When you talk other things, not just what you need. When you, when you learn a pasuk, when you learn a gemara, when you any davening, you say kibbutz tehillim. Your, your nefesh has, is easily accessible. And not only when he asks you for something, when you say, to spoil the that you're standing in that you're standing in the presence of the Burnish you could say to Atakadish, you are Kadish Vishimha Kadish. You're able to talk in such a way and this will this will this will cause your heart to mamish to be to be set on fire. <coughs> this is the Avoid of a Jew. This is the Avoid this is the Avoid of Tfila. Alright, well it's it's getting late, so Mitzvah Shem will, will continue next time to talk about different ages the Rebbe gives, how to be Megalo the Nefesh that are learning, our diving, our Mitzvah should be altogether different. Mm-hmm.